0: Hello, my name is Rita Balligan and you are listening to the Big Picture Podcast, a podcast where we dive deep into the minds of creative business owners and people who are striving in their careers. With every successful person, there is more than what meets the eye. There is a story, a bigger picture. And every week I'll be finding out what that is, the how, the why and when. Are you ready to be inspired? I am. Let's go. hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the big picture podcast as usual i am super excited i'm excited about life i'm just in a i'm in a really good mood you know after you know a few weeks of really deep thinking i feel like today i'm in a good mood i'm feeling nice i'm excited about 2020 i don't mean to make you feel anxious but it's coming really soon like really really soon i feel like i blinked and this whole year was just over. I don't understand what's happening, but I'm excited. 2020, I feel like it's gonna be the bestest year ever. And yeah, I'm just feeling really good. Um, so my word of the day today, and honestly, yeah, when I say this word, I want you to like understand how crazy the English language is. Because when I found this word, I was like, I just didn't think it would mean what it means. So my word of the day today is blandish. And basically that means to um, flatter someone, like to be flattering in how you speak. But what I find really weird about that word is that when I use the word bland, it means no taste. So how can bland mean no taste and blandish mean to flatter? So if I was to put put the word in a sentence, it would be, And, um, you know, I saw John the other day, and he was very blandish in the way that he spoke. So he was very flattering. How does blandish mean to coax someone flattering and bland means tasteless? the english language is interesting but yeah that is my word of today um i hope you guys use it in your everyday <laughs> everyday conversations and yeah um anyway moving on i am really really excited about my guest today um when i first started this podcast i really really started it because i really wanted to talk to people who i aspire to be like who i've seen what they do and i'm just thinking to myself oh my gosh how did they get to this level and it's so, so exciting for me because my guest today is just amazing. Um, her business is, you, can, you know it's her business just by simply seeing a color, just by seeing a picture, you will know that it's her, like the brand consistency, the expansion, it's just definitely something to aspire by. So I'm super, super honored to have her on my podcast today. And my guest today is Donna Johnson, the founder of Nailed It. Hey Donna, hi, hi how are you? I'm good thank you so so much for doing this like you don't understand like when you said yes I was like whoo <laughs> like I was just so literally so so oh, Anything excited. for a
1: gossip I love like, a gossip.
0: Honestly like yeah I'm just yeah. I want to calm down my excitement because I'm genuinely like really really happy oh, I'm glad i to glad. have you here um, so like I said before this podcast is just about talking about your journey so far mm-hmm. from the outside looking in it just looks easy like yep. business looks easy Yeah, it's like She can do it, I can do it, it's nothing. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) But obviously, there's ups and downs and it's not easy at all. So I like to start my podcast with one simple question. um, And that is, who is Donna? (laughs) Well, um, I'd say I'm quite
1: creative. And um, since I was little, I was very artistic. I always found that that was the route in life that I wanted to go down. So Mm -hmm. when when I left school and I could pick what I could do in college, I'd done fashion, Leaving um, college, I went to university, I'd done um, fashion styling, and then when I left uni, I become a stylist.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's where it all kind of started. Um, I, Even though, weirdly, I used to do men's wardrobes, which didn't involve any pink or any flowers or anything yeah. like that. So it was kind of like very masculine, and um, it was it was easy to work with guys, to be honest, mm-hmm. but it was very unreliable money. Mm. Um, so from that, I kind of wanted to, to change the kind of route that i was that I was going in mm-hmm. um as a person, I'm probably quite loud mm-hmm. um, I can be quite shy too, but i'm um i don't know it's very <laughs> it's a difficult one, but I don't know i'm just I always have a vision and I'm a risk taker, so mm. it, when I want to do something, I don't really listen to people's opinions and i and i've I've always found that growing up. Mm. When you ask too many people's opinions, you kind of clog your brain, and you. Mm. More people are going to tell you not to do something than those that are going to tell you to do something. Yeah. So um, that's that's something that I've kind of learned growing up. So I'm I'm very
0: kind of like independent and
1: and do my own thing
0: Mm, yeah it's so true actually the more people you ask like you start to think really deeply and then you decide that you don't want to do it anymore they never convince you to really do it I read a quote once and it said something along the lines of don't
1: discuss big ideas with small-minded people and I was like oh my god (laughs) like that's so true because not everybody thinks like you and Mm -hmm. you don't think like everybody else Mm -hmm. and you know you can't expect somebody to understand your idea um, or your vision, mm. um, and it is a risk, you know, especially, you know, when you do something random like the bathtub in Marleybone. When I did ask people's opinion, everyone was like, why would you put a bathtub in an elbow? bar? Well, yeah. I'm not going to put a giant hand, am yes. I? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: so, yeah. That's amazing. So, I just... So you went from being a fashion stylist. Mm-hmm. So what made you take the leap from being a fashion stylist? Because that's complete it's very yeah. different, especially a men's fashion fashion stylist. So what made you decide to open up a nail bar? So basically after I done I'd
1: done styling, I opened up a really tiny kind of um, secondhand designer shop. So it's kind of like um you'd buy a design handbag, you'd wear it, then you'd be bored of it, you'd give it to me, I'd sell it on, I'd give you fifty percent, I'd keep fifty percent, and that was mm-hmm. it. So it kind of worked but it wasn't really making like anything more than a salary. I could have got that working in Harrods, but the mm-hmm. stress levels that came with it was just really unnecessary. Mm. Um and I I've been someone that always has my nails on as you can see, they're super long and that that my nails are kind of like my little bit of hood. So like <laughs> it they give me my like kind of rude girl vibe. Yeah. So I've always had long nails. Mm-hmm. Um and I was like, I'm going to start a nail bar because there's, like, you either go to the kind of cheap nail bars that are really kind of grim, half the bottles are, you know, empty of of nail colour. They will speak in a different language. Mm. They don't wear a uniform. You're worried if the tools are clean, but you Mm. get a mani-pedi for 20 quid. Yeah. And you're in and out in half an hour and you're like, are these people magicians? Yeah. Or you had to go to, like, a spa and, like, for example, in the Dorchester, spend the whole day there getting your feet massaged. There was no kind of happy medium where it was value for money, where it wasn't cheap, mm-hmm. um, but it wasn't so expensive that it was a treat. It was just a necessity for mm-hmm. the girl that works and can afford something slightly nicer for herself. Yeah. Um, and it. I am very sporadic, like my friends will tell you, if I decide to do something, I, I want to do it now, and yeah. I'm very impatient. So I kind of walked in one day and um, the the girl that used to help me run, it um, used to be called D and Me actually, which mm-hmm. I thought was a great name. Because <laughs> um, D is short for me, mm-hmm. for like my name. And yeah. me was Kayla, who's my best friend growing up. And yeah. she used to run it with me, oh, right. um, who now helps us run Nail It. So she's like mm-hmm. the area manager. She deals with um, customer um, inquiries, franchises, things like that. So mm-hmm. she's a really big part of the business. So um, that's, an, you know... It's, it's so nice to have people that you love and you trust work with you because mm-hmm. I think that's the one thing that um it's very difficult to get. Yeah. So literally I had my nails done and I came to work one morning and I was like, we're going to turn this into a nail bar. And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, we're just going to turn it into a nail bar. She was like, when? And I was like, tomorrow. And she was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. She was like, what are we going to do with people's stuff? And I was like, well, you've got like 12 hours to call them and tell them to collect their stuff because tomorrow... I'm ordering nail bar stuff. And she was like, no way. I was like, way. Legit, in like 10 hours, we had the whole shop packed up in boxes with everyone's names and numbers on the top of their stuff. And we're like, we're we're closing down. And then I think it took us less than a week to turn it around. What? Mad, isn't it? Mad. Proper mad. and, you know, the vision of, we never used to be called now Day either. We used to be called Tip to Toe, which, wow. like, I, at the time, I thought was so cool. Now I actually think it's actually really gratified. <laughs> like, so, I don't know, just not, not me. Mm-hmm. And the shops were white, like, white. Like white chairs, white tables, white floor, white ceiling, white tools, white towels—like clinical. And then we had red uniforms. Oh, wow. Where was I going with this? Like this is mad because the contrast is it's- like crazy. Like how did it even happen? Um, and what was mad about it is like we were busy from day one. Wow. And I think the key was to me at the time I didn't focus so much on. The beautifulness and and the Instagramness. I focused on the service, which I feel mm. is probably number one in a business. Yeah. Um. Because if you provide a great service, people are going to keep coming back. There's only so many pictures that you're going to take in an L bar. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That is. That is like my mind is actually blown. Really. Because, yeah. Because I feel like I'm quite spontaneous, and if I get an idea, I need to just do it. But I'm like that with photo shoots. You know, like if I need to do an editorial for my salon, yeah. I'm like. I need to do it tomorrow models photographer (laughs) all of that stuff but to turn around a whole like business it's like you because you know like when you have a business it's like oh this is my baby like and me hold on to things but for you to be doing something and you're like i don't want to do this anymore it's too stressful i'm not enjoying it let's have a nail bar yeah like that is and it's from one extreme to another especially like that's one thing. People
1: don't take risks. And I think the British nation in general don't take risks. Yeah. We're kind of um, educated and brought up to be like very, you know, think before you do things, save all your money, mm. you know. But what are you actually saving for? You mm. know, when you look at the the long term, like, listen, don't live for today. Don't like go and buy yourself a Bentley and live on the streets. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. But, you know, there's certain things that I think make people happy. Mm. And some people like to go on vacation. Some people like really expensive shoes. Some people like to eat at really expensive restaurants and mm-hmm. i think people should allow themselves to have those things that they really want. Yeah. Um and you know if your your dream is to i don't know be a chef and have a, a little caravan that sells i don't know burgers. Mm-hmm. I think take the risk and do it because you're not really going to know until you've done it and yeah. you you're going to spend the rest of your life thinking what if i did do it would mm-hmm. my life be better mm-hmm. would I, would i be a famous chef now? Yeah. Do yeah. you know
0: do you see where i'm going with yeah, that? Yeah 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 sometimes you just have to jump yeah. and not overthink because it's, it's, it's true what you're saying like we're so taught to just spend so much time thinking and you can spend by the time you're thinking 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 you literally outthink your like you outthink your idea you're just like oh maybe this not it isn't gonna exactly. work. Yeah, yeah you do oh oh no like oh I don't have a customer base so how am I gonna open up a nail shop like where am I gonna get to get customers from yeah. but what you did you were just like I want a nail shop I trust my gut that this is the yeah. right time to do it and I know the customers are gonna yeah. come, yeah. you know, and that's such a crucial thing because sometimes you just have to move because that's the right timing for it. You could have done it a year later and it's not the right time anymore. Exactly. You know, so that is so, 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 so crucial. So when did you decide to then rebrand? Because you, because your branding is impeccable. I know it's like goals for so many like yeah. beauty businesses. We changed the game. I'd, I'd definitely say we changed the game 100%. for Nail Pass. Yeah.
1: Um, six months in actually so six months in we we had a queue outside of basically the shop was probably four times the size of this room and the room that we're sitting in is you know very cozy yeah um we had two two pedicure chairs two um three manicure tables but yet we had like nine members of staff so just from the amount of staff in there it always looked so busy because we were like we just supply and demand we couldn't we couldn't supply what what customers wanted yeah I remember at the time, like, I had two little nail polish displays mm-hmm. of like one of Essie and one of OPI, mm-hmm. and there was like 30 on each. And I legit thought I was really like up in my game. I thought, mm-hmm. yeah, I had the best colors. <laughs> now we have like 2,000 colors in yeah. every salon. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it all starts kind of small. And kind Well, you know, customers were coming and they were going, oh, well, you know, I can never get a space in here. So I'm going somewhere else. Mm. Um, you need to get a bigger salon. You need to get a bigger salon. So, um, Like, as people were asking that, then the the shop that we're in at the moment came available, Mm. uh, which is 15 times the size. Um, And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to take the risk and just get a bigger salon. So when I took this place on, I was like, I don't, I'm not, this tip to toe thing's not me. Like, Mm. I was trying to cater visually for the local customer of the area that my first salon was in, Mm -hmm. which is Batsy, it's very yummy mummy, middle class, mm. stay at home mums. Right. They like simplicity, mm-hmm. um, kind of quiet music, things like that. Yeah. Um, but that was not my end goal because I wanted I wanted something that was gonna be a boom that I could see worldwide, that I could mm. see it for every woman. Because mm-hmm. my target customer is not just the yummy mummy from yeah. Batsy. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I target thirteen year old little girls that wanna come with their mum, yeah. six year old grannies hood girls yeah boss girls yeah yeah do you know what I mean yeah. everybody yeah um so I needed to make something that's just really really pretty mm. so we we rebranded and um I was actually really shocked that no one had taken the name nailed it because it's a no-brainer right Right? yeah it's like when, when I saw that like first of all the domain we had to buy off somebody which was a little bit of a you know annoying She'd somebody already owned it. We we made her an offer. She gave us it. That was fine. And um, then to trademark it was really easy. So, and then I just like doing mood boards of how I wanted it. Um, and I'm super girly. You saw my little girl outside. Yeah. She's like in pink, fluffy stuff. So, <laughs> like, um, I've always been that kind of kind mm. of person. Mm. So we were never as pink as we are now. We were grey and pink. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the first kind of floral display was our blossom tree at the front. Mm-hmm and our neon lights. Mm. Um, so all our neon lights are inspirational quotes. Um, I like to say I'm a feminist, but when you say the word feminist, people are like, oh my God, you're a feminist. It, in, I just believe in, in women being powerful, and mm. women not are above men, because no one's above anybody, but I think women could do very magical shit. Yeah. So nobody should put them down. Facts. And I'm all for like, do it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so that's kind of where it all started. So once we had this uh, Batsy, then I sold my first franchise, which was in Richmond.
0: Wow.
1: Then I opened a pop-up salon in Barnes. Then my sister jumped on board and she opened Clapham. And then that's when the power really happened. Because wow. I think when women joined together, like, serious things happen. Because, yeah. listen, there's one thing that I always say, right? Somebody else's success will never limit yours. Mm-hmm. So... Even if somebody replicated my salon and opened it in Manchester, the fact that she's replicated and opened in Manchester is not going to stop my money. Mm
0: -hmm. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? She's done
1: her own thing. She's going to make her own money. And if I was the person that made her make her money, Mm -hmm. then I'm going to tap myself on the back.
0: Mm -hmm. Do you see what I mean? Mm -hmm. As before,
1: I used to look at it as... But I put all this effort in, I made this idea, yeah. I made my logo, I made this, I made that. Why, why, why are these people copying me? Yeah. But why do people copy Chanel bags? Why do people wear replicas? Do you see what I mean? Yeah. It's the world we live in, it's sad, but yeah. as long as we're known as the original, you know, I drive past nail bars I used to go to years ago in like Peckham, Thornton Heath, Croydon. Yeah. And they used to be proper rundown.
0: Yeah. And now they've got, like, blossom trees. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going <laughs> to ask. Like, what is that like? Because every, like, even for me now, like, I see it everywhere. I see blossom trees, like, everywhere. But in my mind, I know the first place I saw it was yeah. that nailed it. And I was just like, how do you feel, like, when you know that people are literally copying it's your brand? It's mad. Like, the other day, I
1: was in um, I was in Fulham. And, um, oh, my God. Um, I shouldn't have said the area. But anyway, I was in Fulham with my friend and uh, she was like going somewhere to do something, whatever. And we walked past this nail bar and it was literally a like for like. And it must have been the owner standing outside. Her face, when she saw me, was like, it just dropped. I looked at her and I smiled and I went, that's a nice nail shop. She went, I know who you are. You're Donna. You own Nailed It. She couldn't even help herself. And I was just laughing because I was thinking, I'm not I'm not like Nailed It police. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like I was like, oh it looks lovely and I just kept it moving. But it is quite funny, you know. It's listen, if if I can make the world a more beautiful place, cool. You know, yeah. forget the rundown nail shops. Let's all have blossom trees. Like literally I should
0: start selling blossom trees. No, you actually should. Because even for me when I first saw it, I was like a tree. Wow. This is, like, amazing because I, I'm i so into branding and marketing because I feel like it's just so important. People want to be in a really nice space. Mm. And the fact that you made your spaces so Instagrammable. So Instagrammable. Because if I had a nail shop, I wouldn't think, I would have probably thought of, like, oh, have a random hand in the middle because it's it's, <laughs> just being so literal, do you know yeah, what I mean? What I love about you is that... With your shops, it's not, it's not a literal thing. Like, oh, we're nail shop, so everything has to be nail-related. Yeah. It's more lifestyle. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Did and- you see the new one in Mayfair that I just opened? <gasps> what do you think? With the lockers, I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. It's, again, something that it's lifestyle. Yeah. It's fun. You want
1: to take a picture. We push boundaries with that one big time. And that's, that's another thing that you say about branding. You know that salon still doesn't have a logo outside. Like, we we done everything, and we just forgot about the logo wow. up at the top. But people still knew where to come yeah. because our brand identity is so strong. Yeah. And I made a joke of it because, you know, some of the influencers and bloggers that are my friends, and they were like, oh, my God, you don't have a logo. I was like, but you knew where to come, right? Yeah. Because it's, it, it you know, nailed it. Um, and with, with that one, we were a little bit more... Um, we kind of went away from having too much florals mm. because in the other ones our main focus is our florals and as as we said people are kind of jumping on it and yeah. we don't want it to become something like oh they're going to do another floral just yeah. Yeah. um so we had to kind of come away from that a little bit um, so we came up with a you know a good old british education yeah. the 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 tables are, um, are desks from, mm-hmm. a, from a school in the 1950s. So they've all got like original like carvings and graffiti. Sarah was here in 1951 or whatever. Wow. Um, and then we just kind of graffitied on top of them and then we put like quotes from like Drake or the Kardashians or, you know, yeah. things that are, are modern yeah. and um, popular. And then little cutouts from books that we love that talk about girls hustling, making money. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, um There's a book that I really like that's called... Uh, Girl boss. Have you heard it? My
0: favorite book Sophia right. yeah, Mariso. Like yes. It.
1: Well. Amazing. Goals, right?
0: Got absolute goals. She's, absolute goals. She,
1: in one of the bits that she she said um I went from making 150,000 a year to making 150,000 a week to making 150,000 a day, day. to making 150,000 in my lunch break. I was like Lord have mercy like, on my
0: soul. Goals. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Can I be goal. her when I grow up? Honestly, she is such goals. And like what I love about her is she's the one that taught me Brandon Yeah. To like take Brandon seriously because she speaks about even when she put out like stuff on eBay, she made sure that even the thumbnail was specific and it looked good. Yeah. And I was like, it's so true. Like, it is. It's not. It's about details. Very much so. People people pay so much more if something looks pretty. Yeah wow that yeah. is
1: amazing so where do you even get your inspiration from all in my brain it's so <laughs> weird you know like I, I legit don't think i'm normal <laughs> so that like we were really struggling with mayfair because we we're like what should we come up with what should we come up with and um and i was thinking we just need to come up with something really cool and then one thing leads to another so it all started with the lockers mm-hmm. and i was like right we're gonna have lockers and we're gonna theme it on kind of like clueless barbie that kind of like girl vibe. Yeah. But I want it to be focused more on a hustle of a girl. Mm. So like if you had money, what would you put in your locker? Mm. You'd put money in there, you'd put like expensive shoes, jewelry, Mm. things like that. So that's where it all kind of started. And then Theo, my sister, she was like, We should have desks as the manicure tables. I was like, oh my God. We should. Genius, yeah. Um and then on our staircase is like full of naked Barbies. Yeah. Everyone's like, Why are they naked, Donna? Okay. (laughs) They are naked because what I'm trying to say with that, it's a work of art is yeah. where I see it, is you should love the skin you're in and you should love the body you're given. Yeah. So we live in a world where everyone wants to change their nose, everyone wants to have fat transfer, everyone mm-hmm. wants to wear a long black hair extensions to look like Kim, yeah. everyone wants to have this, that. Yeah. Why do we all want to look the same? Yeah. God made us all different for a reason. Listen, yeah. improve what you already have, yeah. but just love how you are. You know some girls have big hips and they want to be super skinny yeah super skinny girls want to have big hips do you yeah. see what i mean yeah yeah so i'm just there like that was kind of to show even barbie is not blonde and skinny anymore barbie yeah. comes black indian with an afro with straight hair yeah. a boy yeah they even do barbies in a wheelchair barbie with one leg. Yeah. like it's come a long way because the world is so diverse and so yeah. different and, yeah. and that's what i wanted to say like be, be yourself any every woman mm, is beautiful. Mm. Let's just do it. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then downstairs is more like kind of like in the sixties, the way salons were in the sixties. So it's a little bit more toned down, old fashioned. Um, mm. Pedicure chairs, a floral ceiling. So it's quite cute.
0: That's just, it's just honestly like I'm just listening and I'm just like everything is just making so much sense to me and it's so, I always say to people when they have a business you need to put yourself into it Mm. and I feel like the fact that you said earlier that you know you are feminist in the sense where you do believe that women have power, you've literally inserted that into your brand, you didn't like separate you from your business, like mm. so, it's like everything you're saying. It, try, I can see it, yeah. And how you've done it, you know, the neon signs support your local girl gang, yeah, um, nail gang, nail gang, sorry. And it's like it's all embedded together. Yeah. Um, has there ever have you ever had moments where you did have doubts because you come across like really like you know exactly what you want, but have you ever had moments where you're like I don't know if this is gonna work when I take up a new shop? Mm-hmm. So,
1: literally. When I'm driving, any shop that has a to let sign, I'm like, oh, that could be a nail day, that could be a nail day. And probably, like, five shops that I've thought could be a nail day are now nail shops, which mm-hmm. is really weird. Um, and when I take up on a, a big location, you've got to understand, I started on the, what people say, the wrong side of the river, so mm. south-west London. Yeah. So when we took up Marleybone, um, which is central 2 minutes walk from Selfridges, yeah. the rent is ten times what it is yeah, here. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It, it like... Just before you sign that paperwork, you're like, am I doing the right thing? Because mm. we we don't borrow money. We don't take um, loans from the bank. We we do everything from the profit of the previous salon. Wow. So that's what we never wanted investors. We are a franchise mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um, because that's the only way that um, it's going to work mm-hmm. is in spread worldwide because there's only so much that I can do. Um, and unless I sell it as a franchise and it has its own independent owner that's going to love that branch like I love mine, mm-hmm. it just, it won't work. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so those things are r- risky. You know, mm-hmm. yesterday we actually went to look at another location. Wow. Which is like a dream, but the rent is mad and I was, I couldn't sleep all night and I was thinking, should I, should I not, should I, should yeah. I not. And then sometimes I think walk before you run.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, that those are the things that, that scare me. Yeah, I mean, when did you know that you were ready to scale up? Because, you know, some people, they just never expand at mm. all because they're very comfortable with the one branch that they have. You know, it's not... I know it's not Yeah, like they make a de- decent salary. Yeah, they're so happy. They're, they're happy with it. But when was the moment when you were like, you know what, I do need to open up a central location? Because you could have just been comfortable. Yeah, with one. With, with one, yeah.
1: I think when we started getting a better Instagram following mm. and a lot of like the influence, bloggers, celebrities we were like, you're too far from me. Mm. Like I would love to come, but you're too far from me. You're, you're not where they go, yeah. you know? Yeah, right. Um, and I was like, the only way we're gonna open doors um, to those kind of things is if we move mm. um, and open more central. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that that's when we decided to, to kind of get a bigger location. And also to express yourself in those kind of locations easier. Um, mm because you have a bigger footfall you're not relying just on locals
0: yeah yeah, yeah. exactly because you just know that people are going to walk past and be like oh yes what's that yes. especially with your display and how it looks yeah. immediately people are thinking what is that i need to get involved the thing is i
1: really want to do external displays but uk weather just doesn't allow it yeah. you know we've got a little bit in, in mayfair now but already from the rain it's it doesn't yeah,
0: wear yeah well. yeah yeah wow so what do you do to because business can be uh it can be like a lonely walk because like like you said all your ideas are in your mind and Mm -hmm. you have all these things that you want to do like how do you go about having a support system in Mm -hmm. terms of do you have people that you know if you are having not a great day or if like you have staff that are stressing you out or like someone who just leaves at random and stuff like that yeah which so annoying so oh, no, isn't it? annoying, so yeah. annoying. So, do, how do you how do you deal with those kind of? Because those are the challenges that people don't see.
1: Yeah, those know. are big
0: cha- like and they're big challenges. The yeah. biggest
1: thing is staffing. Yeah. I would
0: definitely say like when you
1: when I first started, as horrible as it sounds in your head, you think in the nail business they don't get paid a lot. Yeah, right. It's everybody thinks it. Yeah, the newspapers at that time were writing um, things like. Um, there's a lot of slavery going on in these nail bin- businesses. Mm. People are getting kidnapped from Vietnam and put here. Wow. To- yeah, the Evening Standard, it was mad. And I was thinking, what? Like, these people are slaves? And they're like, how do you think that, you know, you're getting a mani-pedi for 20 quid um, wow. or 30 quid or whatever and, yeah. and these people must be getting a bowl of rice, whatever. So I was thinking, no way. This can't be the, the way. Like, yeah. this is not
0: possible. Yeah.
1: So, obviously, after I'd, like my 48 hours of renovating the shop I thought okay I need <laughs> I need staff now because me and Kayla can't do now <laughs> um so yeah and then you know I put an ad up on Gumtree whatever and people started arriving and I was like you know those was there was two girls that I'll never ever forget and I owe my life to them one of them is Julia and one of them is Yin and they're, they're Vietnamese mm-hmm. they taught me legit everything like I opened with two pedicure towels okay and they were like where are the rest of the towels I was like there's two they were like you're gonna get like 100 pedicures you can't reuse the towel yeah I, was like, yeah, I know but I didn't think you're gonna get 100 pedicures on
0: the first yeah, day yeah,
1: exactly I was like I don't know use whatever <laughs> like I didn't know the difference between alcohol and acetone wow. um you know what you know the ins and outs of running I know what good nails look like yeah That's it. um and they taught me they taught me everything and they were on, on really good salaries. I really looked after them. I really look after my team. Mm. Um, I try and motivate them as much as I can. Birthdays are always gifted very well. Christmas, we always have like an annual Christmas bash. I don't know if you've ever watched it on on our no, Instagram. Oh seen... my god! Last year we had like a massive party in um in Budapest. We had a magician and a pink Santa. Wow. And a photo booth and like yeah. So <laughs> you know all of those kind of things. Um, mm. I I try to to make it fun for them yeah. and going forward we've got some plans of doing other things because I want them to to stay a team and 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 enjoy the job they do make good money yeah
0: um,
1: you know in not all of them want to be nail techs for the rest of their lives some exactly, of them have other yeah. dreams some of them want to stay with me some of them want to open a franchise you know it's all very different some of them are mums and they yeah. just do this on the side because they find it fun yeah so i try and just in, incorporate that what i want my customers to feel to my girls that work with mm. me too to to do better, to work harder. They get really good rewards when they hit their target. So, yeah. um, things
0: like that. That's really important. Like, how did you even... Because I know that having staff, especially, like, working with women, it can be amazing. Sometimes mm. you have the best time, and then sometimes it can be... Hard. Like really, yeah. really Because difficult. they don't get along amongst each
1: other. Exactly. Um, and some of them are, like, perfectionists and work really hard, and some of them are slower, and then they feel like they're carrying them on their back. Exactly. And you're exactly. babysitting them, but... It's it's part of life. It's yeah. even like when you were at college or uni and you have friends, yeah. you learn it. But sometimes you just have to let me get on with
0: it. Yeah. And like, how do you balance out that? Because that um, the whole idea of, you know, I'm your boss, but also I don't want you to feel like you can't talk to me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because that's a balance in itself as well. I, initially, I wasn't very good at that. I was too, too friendly mm-hmm. with the girls
1: that worked with me. And it was kind of like... Not that they lost respect for me, but they also, I, I made it too easy. Mm-hmm. But also, listen, I haven't always been a boss. Yeah. I have worked for somebody. So yeah. I know the things I hate when I used to go to work. And yeah. people used to talk to me a certain way or do certain things. And I think most hate going there. So I try and avoid that. Mm. Also, my girls know if I come in to work and I have no makeup on, mm. stay out of my way because mm. I'm having a bad day. Yeah. So that is like... you. If I came in today with and you would have seen they all would have turned their heads They would have been like not today not today <laughs> go to another salon because you know it is stressful it's yeah. stressful having one salon is stressful let alone like we have seven now we've got new franchises opening so it's a lot and everyone's pulling you from every different angle but yeah. one thing I understand it's not forever mm-hmm. and I have a little girl and I want her to have something. Mm -hmm. Not that I want to give her something and then she just sit on her bum all day, but I want her to have something and say, right, I've got this. I can still do something else,
0: but my mum built this for me. Mm -hmm. So, you know. Yeah. I I think that's a nice, it's a nice thing. No, I think it's, I think that's important. That's what my mum did. You know, like she built the salon and I had no, like I had no interest. No way. None. I went to New York to train as an actress. I had no interest (laughs) in hair, I don't know how to do hair, any of that stuff. And then my mum left and then she had another manager there. And then I think maybe maybe about a year after I came back from New York, one of my best friends at the time, she was working there as a manager and she made it look kind of exciting. And I was like, okay. right let me let me let me help you out let me do the photo shoots let me help with the branding and literally it's gonna be like 10 years next year that i've literally been running the salon but my mom was the one if not for my mom getting that shop in bermondsey there's no way i could be in bermondsey right now because back then it was literally nothing no one wanted to be there and now it's like a central location it's one stop from london bridge like if my mom didn't do the groundwork you know, of what you're doing now, then I probably wouldn't exactly be yeah in that. So it is important. It is important to you know to think ahead and you know to like balance, like to think. Oh yeah, my child can eventually take this on and make it her own and you know expand it as well. Yeah. So yeah, that's just so true. Like, how do you balance having so many branches? Like, do you ever like? Because I, with the one I have, um, mm. I did have two briefly, but it didn't work out and I was just like, I have to, so, yeah, I can't, yeah, focus the on stress one. levels was just, and it was just affecting the other one. So how do you balance out having so many? Do you have like self-care routines where it's like, I, I can't work today, I need to get my mind right, yeah. or do you know what so I mean, I'm, to balance it out? On,
1: um On Mondays, all the salons are closed. Mm -hmm. So that all the girls, including me and Theo, can have the same day off. Because a lot of of my staff are actually friends and they socialise together. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's like my day to do my own thing. Because obviously Sophia's at school. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm not a mum and I'm not a boss. I'm just Donna. I can just like go to the shops, have a coffee, do my own thing. Um, And then the weekends, obviously, I'm with my little girl. So we do like mummy stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But amongst the salons, I i'm i rotate around them so Mm -hmm. i decide on the day or today i'm going to be in northcote road tomorrow Mm -hmm. i'm going to be in Marleybone, whatever Mm -hmm. um and sometimes i move around on the same day i could be here for two hours then the rest of it somewhere else Mm -hmm. so on that note um you know that's how i kind of move stuff around i also have like we don't some of the salons have managers and some of them
0: rely on me kayla and theo so it just depends and what's it like working with your friends like your best friend, you yeah. said because like that is not easy. Um But then I'm actually learning that it can be easy. Like when I was younger, I thought, nah, this this can't. Do work. you work with someone? Then I used to. Yeah. yeah, we used to like my best, but it didn't work out really. Yeah. Um. But now after talking to other people, I I can see like where we went wrong. Yeah. So I'm always so curious, like how do you? Because it's difficult
1: that to to make it like you know when i'm at work i'm a different person from when i'm out of work and Mm. then sometimes people that work for you can't understand that Mm. because they're like well you can't be two different people that's two-faced it's not it's not a matter of being two-faced it's just a matter of when you're at work you're you have to handle your business and Mm. you have to make sure that your business is running right so If I had a receptionist that wasn't my friend that I didn't know and Mm -hmm. she didn't do a job, Mm -hmm. I would speak to her in the same way I'm speaking to you now. Mm. I'm not going to make something really pretty because me and your friends I'm worried Mm. that when you finish work you're not going to speak to me. Mm. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Um, But then again, I'm not going to speak to you in a disrespectful way. That's not what I'm saying. But, you know, if I come in and I'm like, right, why has that not been done? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I don't expect her to then be like, why are you questioning me? Mm. You know, she's here to do a job and she's very respectful of that and... If anything, she probably does more than what I ask of her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think where me and Caleb have been friends for so many years. She, you know, she's seen my ups and downs. She's seen me cry. She's seen yeah. me, you know, all of the, that kind of stuff. So she knows what I'm like. And yeah. she knows that sometimes I'm really stressed out. And she'll go, Donna, go home. I've got this. You know, like, yeah. today's not the day. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and sometimes what she's she's smart. You know, mm. she's smart. Um, if she wants to tell me off. She waits until working day is done. Mm -hmm. So she won't say nothing during the day. She'll just be like, yeah, whatever. And (laughs) I'll go, oh, do you want to go for dinner? And she'll go, yeah. So we'll be sitting in Nando's or whatever. And she'll go, you know, on Wednesday, you said this, that, and blah, blah. And I didn't really like it. And that's when to attack me, Mm. when we're friends. Because then I feel like an idiot. And then I'm like, okay, I won't do that again. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I think life's about being tactful and diplomatic and not... Do you know what I mean? Because then I feel bad, and then mm. I think, "Oh,
0: Donna, don't be like that." Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, but I try, I try my best to be a good person, man. Yeah, yeah. And that's the key. I mean, overall, you just have to be a good person, and it's not, it's not like the easiest thing to like to be able. It's not easy to be to confront something, mm. you know. But I think the way you said it is just the perfect way. To, you have to just know the person. Do yeah, you know what I mean, you have to know. Like, but I've had other friends of mine work with me, and they haven't lasted. See? Do you know? Yeah, like. They just can't.
1: They can't do it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because it just doesn't work out for whatever reason it may yeah. be.
0: Um. But yeah, but
1: me and her work out really yeah, well. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Because like, it's just like you have to know like not to be on the shop floor and be like oh my gosh donna why are you yeah. talking to me like that yeah, because yeah, that's yeah, gonna yeah, cause a yeah, problem yeah, yeah, yeah. so she's like i want to talk to her whilst we're in front of food yeah yeah, and yeah. Then- when she's happy <laughs> she's happy <laughs> the food is there and then i'm gonna say hey i didn't like how you yeah. did this do you know what i mean so yeah. it's just overall like understanding the people that you work with and like mm. it's like what you said some people do think you have to be like it has to be either you're being really nice or you're being really mean, but you don't have to, you just be a good person and just know that it's coming from a place of love, you know, and I think that's like the main thing. And like, for me, that's what I've just been learning. Like, it doesn't always have to be a fight. It can literally just be a conversation of, I didn't really like when you did this. Exactly. I feel like you need to do this and do you know what I mean? And then that could be the end of it. I used to hold grudges like, yeah. for weeks yeah for small small things when it could have just been a a nice little conversation yeah and then it would have been it would have been sorted you know so you've just opened up a franchise in la right so when it comes to franchises how involved are you in that process is it a matter of um someone just says i want a franchise and you just tell them what the branding is and then they fly or are you quite involved in that we're really involved with it
1: so if you were to take franchise from us, so we'd have to approve you as a person, first of all, mm-hmm. like financially, what you're about, your background, what you're in, like how you like stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the location that you want it in, so what country, what area. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once that's approved, then you can start looking for a location. Mm-hmm. Once you find a location, then we do the floor plan for you. So we do like a 4D drawing which literally looks like a photograph of what your shop will finally look like mm-hmm. with your Instagram spot, with, you know, the layout, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So it's super easy for then um, someone to, to build it up and make it the way it is. Mm-hmm. So um, then we kind of help you with, like, stock, things like that that you need, put you in touch with our florist. So we work with this amazing florist, um, Lola Flores. I think she's called on Instagram. She's best ever. Oh, she's like, she, yeah, she does really good stuff. Such a nice girl. The, the thing is, in anything artistic or the beauty industry, whatever, people become very kind of above themselves and very mm. difficult to work in. She's actually so normal and mm. so nice and she when you have an idea she doesn't try and change it. Mm. Like I found a lot of flowers to be like, No, but you should do this. No, but I'm telling you what I want. Yeah. So please can you just do it the way I've asked you to do it. Yeah. And she's very like, I'm just like, can you put that here, Marlena? Can you do that? She's like, cool. And then an hour later it's done. Mm. And she's like a magician. She works so quick with her little hands She's like And I'm like, oh my God Um and I actually remember when we done Marleybone, I told her to put the tree at the back. mm was all put together. I walked in and I hated it. I was like, I don't like this tree. She was like, okay. So I was like, can we move it to the front? And the trees are made like like branch by branch, flower by flower, like hours, like 15 hours worth of work. She did not argue with me at all. She was like, fine, we'll move it to the front. In my head, I was thinking, oh my God, I can't believe she's going to move it.
0: Yeah.
1: But it changed the game for both of us. Do you see what I mean? Like she's got unbelievable work from it. We've made like big hits on Instagram. So... It's amazing, and, and I think it's the person that she is inside that comes out in her mm. floral work as well that yeah. makes it so beautiful and so elegant, the way she, she does
0: things. Yeah, yeah. If you were to go back in time and start Nailed It again, what are the things that you would do differently?
1: What would I do differently?
0: Yeah. Or is there anything mm. you would do differently?
1: It's quite difficult because I, fi- I find every mistake I made was a learning thing for me. So if I didn't make it, I wouldn't have been able to do the next bit. Mm. Um, I probably would have involved my sister sooner. So I probably would have opened my first one with my sister. Mm. Because I think that when she came on board, it all grew much quicker because she's very like, she's more like business driven. So like numbers, um, you know, customer service, that kind of side of like professionalism. Yeah, yeah. As me, I'm just like... put a flower here put a bathtub here (laughs) let's take this instagram shot like me do you know what i mean yeah so listen there's limits to my
0: talents yeah yeah
1: so maybe maybe
0: that's that's something i would have done and was there like something that you did do where you felt that was like a defining i just feel like sometimes like with me for example opening up a second branch and that branch not particularly going the way i needed it to go because of little minute details that was a game changer for me in terms of me understanding how business works and me um, moving forward to be like a better business person do you know what i mean like making that it was such a massive mistake um, because all the signs were there that I shouldn't do it. I, I didn't trust my gut. Yeah. Do
1: you see Something, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So
0: yeah. that was, <laughs> that um, mistake allowed me to know, oh, my gut does work and I should have listened to it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, So if you ever had like a defining moment where it was like, it didn't work and then, but that was like a defining moment for you as a business owner to know, okay, actually, this is a big lesson, but I'm grateful that it happened. Kind of. Thing. When I sold my franchise in
1: Richmond. Mm-hmm
0: like when i met the lady that wanted because it's it's closed
1: down now it didn't even last longer than a year Mm -hmm. i was kind of like is this the right thing to do is she not is she on brand but is she the right person for the brand Mm -hmm. is she what we are about or is she more of a like a, a a different type of nail bar yeah but because I was so gassed that somebody wanted to buy into my brand, <laughs> yeah. I would have taken anyone at the time. I was like, mm. well, she believes in me. So if she believes in me, then it's going to work. Mm. Um, and we have like a manual that you need to stick by and we play certain music and it has to be at a certain level, like like quite, not loud, like a club, but loud enough so that you have a vibe. It's yeah. not like silent and quiet. And, yeah. and I remember when she opened and... and um, Kayla and I had done a mystery shop. We walked in she had, like, classical music on real quiet. She'd, like, removed loads of the flowers because she said it was overpowering. She had, like, some scented candle that smelt of, like, lemons and something. Oh, wow. It was like the lights were, like, dimmed down. And I was like, Lord, have
0: mercy, please.
1: <laughs> what has she done? <laughs> and I was like, this is just not going to work for me. And, you know, it's... We franchised, it's three hits and we shut you down. Yeah, And, and that's yeah. what happened. It was, wow. it, she, we had another mystery shop and she'd done something else, whatever. But it didn't work out and it was actually quite sad. Yeah. Because, wow. How did she just go opposite? Like She was like, but I don't like it. I can't sit here all day. Like, And I was like, yeah, but this is the brand you bought into. Yeah. I don't understand, like...
0: Yeah. Do you know what
1: I mean? You can't buy a gourmet burger and turn it into McDonald's. It yeah. doesn't work that yeah. way. Like, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. You
0: have to they go They do with... burgers, but they're two completely different brands. Yeah, yeah. That must have been a hard decision to just say, do you know what, it's not working, shut yeah. it down kind of thing. It was, it's horrible. You yeah. really don't
1: want to do stuff like that. But yeah. you have to do what's right for your brand. And if it's not working, like we're getting complaints and it just wasn't... And I knew it at the beginning, I knew it. And mm. I and I should have just Stuck been, yeah
0: that good old gut feeling i know right oh and it's annoying when like you realize that you should have just listened because you can't blame anyone really you're just like well i should have known like i felt it you know so now i'm like i'm gonna trust this this like gut hello this is sophia (laughs) hey sophia sophia's like wondering (laughs) what's mom doing (laughs) what is mom doing she's so cute Oh gosh, you've actually just shared like so, so many gems. Like I'm literally here like thinking of stuff that even I personally can, you know, can do better at, do you know what I mean? So yeah. thank you so much for this. Um, I think one of my other questions what I think is important is, if you were to tell someone who is starting up, and I feel like you kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier mm. and that idea of just taking a risk. Mm. Um, but then if you were, because, In the new gen now, everyone is opening up something Something, beauty-related. It's either a hair salon or it's nails. Like, that's literally Mm. the go-to of Mm. what a lot of women are doing at the moment. What would be, like, three things that you would say that they need to really think about? Or maybe, I don't know, think about, because we spoke about just going for it. But then if there was to be anything that, you know, you should just consider before you take that leap to open up a beauty salon? Well... rent
1: like location and rent
0: mm. you
1: know london is probably one of the most expensive places when it comes to rent mm-hmm. to to renting a unit mm-hmm. um and kit out costs so mm. people don't actually realize how much it costs to just even floor um a, 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 um a shop yeah let alone buy chairs and mirrors and all of this and mm-hmm. everyone has this idea of like especially hair they're like, i'm going to take the shop and then i'm going to rent it out per chair and i'm going to get this per chair whatever doesn't ever work like that because those people that are renting out chairs work for themselves the customers that come come for emma and anna they Mm -hmm. don't come for your brand yeah um and that's the thing that i think affects businesses a lot is Mm. when you know nailed it does not do a request policy so Mm. your appointment with us is with nailed it it's Mm. not with sam or katie or lucy do you see what i mean yeah it's not you get what you're given but they are all just as good as each other. You might have a favourite, but I don't want you growing a bond with that one nail technician Mm. because that one nail technician might have a baby and leave. And then what? Yeah. Yeah. She might be working in Batsy today. Tomorrow she might be working in Marleybone. Are you going to run around and follow her? Do you know what I mean? Right. So that's one thing that I always say, and uh, I I think people need to to try and, and, and work into their business is, For people to love your brand, for people to trust your brand, and Mm. go, you know what? Anyone's as good as the next. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, there's certain girls that work for us that are pedicure specialists. They will not touch your hands Mm -hmm. because they are so good at feet, Mm -hmm. Um, and there's a reason for that because we've decided that that is their talent. There's certain Mm. girls that only do extensions Mm. because that's what they're really good at. Yeah. Um. So that's the way that we. We run the show, so I think that's something that would be great. And I learned that when staff started leaving and people would go, "Oh, where's Yin?" and I'll be like, "Oh, she's gone, gone back home." And they'll go, "Oh, I'll go somewhere else." But I've got another thirty girls that work for yeah. me. Why are you now going to go somewhere else? Why don't you try one of the other twenty-nine? Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yes, yes. Because they've grown a bond to her. Mm. Um. So that that's something that I think is really important also um when you're doing something alone is quite difficult um not just alone financially but alone as in you don't have somebody to talk to not necessarily for ideas but just someone to go oh you know i found this location and that location can you come and see it with me just that support system someone to do yeah it that's what I was fun earlier it yeah that support fun. system yeah um you're still going to make up your own mind you yeah. know even if someone's telling you get number b b b b and you love a you're going to get yeah. a yeah yeah um so that's quite good you know i've never really i've never had a marketing or a pr team i've never had um anyone do the artistic stuff so the logos designed by me uh, wow. the website's done by me every everything is is done by me maybe when we're bigger and we have more money to spend on stuff like that we might change it up but <laughs> more bigger <laughs> <laughs> when we have like 500 branches but you know listen a private example is not everything you see on instagram is real so mm-hmm. you know just because we have so many salons doesn't mean I'm a billionaire, mm-hmm. you know. I'm you, good yeah. for, right? Yeah. I can buy myself the odd thing that I like, but there's always room for growth, yeah? yeah? You, you can never be over-educated. That's mm-hmm. one thing that I also believe in. Yeah. So, you know, it money is not just about, like, having money so that you can buy a nice car and nice shoes, whatever. It's the comfort of knowing... God forbid if something went wrong with something, I could fix it. Mm. Um, I could repay my mum for all the years that she's asked me and take her on a nice vacation. Yeah. That's what we really work for. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we always look at somebody that has more than us or better than us and think, oh, you know, um, she has this or she has that mm. or she's a show-off. She's not She's not a show-off.
0: Yeah.
1: That's her lifestyle. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, and I think that's where we go wrong. Um, I, I have a personal Instagram as of recent. And I never used to have one before because I didn't want people to know who's behind the brand. Yeah. But I spoke to Connor Walker that owns House CB. Yeah, yeah, love her. She comes to us when she's in London. And um, Alex from Milan. Yeah, I love her as well, yeah. So both great boss boss girls. Both of them were like, you need your own one because you're young. People want to see that it's a young girl because if they don't see that, they're going to think it's a board of investors, Mm a bunch of men in suits. That's why it works. Yeah. End of. Yeah. Um, and that's why I started and I want people to see that, you know, I'm young, I've got a kid, like it it can be done. I'm not saying it's gonna happen to every single person, mm-hmm. but it it can be done. Yeah. Um, and I get a lot, a lot of really positive messages of like, you know, you really inspire me, I really love your style, blah, 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 blah. blah. But I had one message recently that really threw me off, and it was it was someone on a fake profile and they'd written all you do is show off your lavish lifestyle um, and show off your bags and your shoes and this and that. And I was thinking, I don't show off anything. To me, showing off is like if I'm walking around the wardrobe and I'm going, right, this shoe is this, this is that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll do a video of me and my daughter running and I might have a pair of designer trainers on. Yeah. They're trainers. Yeah. Right? Right. Do you see what I mean? Of course. So they might be 200 pounds. Then, you know, somebody else might be wearing a trainer for 700 pounds. Is she then showing off more than me? Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. And this is something that I really don't like amongst women. We should congratulate each other and be like, oh my god, like wicked. I love those. Yeah, Yeah. like this. So that those are those kind of things, you know, I'm not I'm not posting something because I want you to be like, oh, she's got a designer jacket on or whatever. I have a couple of nice things, but I want to wear them and I want to take a picture in them.
0: And you work hard. So why do you know what I mean? It's that idea of like, why do you even why are we pocket watching?
1: (laughs) like why Silly. do you have to
0: justify um why you have certain things like you've worked hard for it and like you just said like you know you do your own website you do your own logo yeah, I, like you're doing I your work own thing hard. Like, so you don't have to do that you could hire out and say do you know what I'm just the face of the brand and, and be, be let be it Be gone run. with it. Be gone exactly, with it. Exactly. But your hands on. And I'm so hands on. You want to buy a of And pair the way this trainers. person
1: was writing was like they'd been following me for months. And so I am thinking but if I upset you or I'm not what you want to see log <laughs> off. <laughs> Unfollow, yeah. Follow me. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's not on page. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So those are, those are the kind of things that I don't like about social media. Yeah, Um, yeah. You know, it's one in a million, whatever. It didn't affect me. I didn't cry about it. It's not something. But I just, I remembered it because it was only two days ago and it was something that I spoke about with my team um, because it's everyday life and people are always going to try and like say something or do something to
0: to upset you or whatever. And that's the side of that. that Yeah, because then the other side of social media is the idea and what people jumped onto late is the idea of how powerful Instagram is so powerful because you mentioned that you've never had to hire a, a PR team or a marketing yeah. team, and this is where a lot of people put their money into. Oh, I need to get into this magazine or and that flyering. Magazine. I
1: remember when we first started, and Instagram was too new then, it wasn't as powerful as now. I used to print like 50,000 flyers, yeah. And, just... and Kayla and I used to spend our weekends putting them through the doors, yeah. Do you know, I've earned those trainers, yeah, mad. <laughs> Like, let me wear the trainers. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i mean Fifty thousand, like that is, is a lot <laughs> that is a lot of work
0: that is a lot of work amen oh like it's not <laughs> easy that's what i keep saying to people it's not easy and that's why like this is important because people literally do want to message and say oh look at the trainers or look at the car she drives or look at what she's doing yeah, right. and it's like just get to work do you know what yeah. i mean like honestly just just carry on what you're doing whatever your hustle is and just keep doing what you're doing and then you can get all the stuff that you want as well. Like it's not, exactly. it's not like it's exclusive. And that's what I say to people so much. Like the people that you aspire to be like, they're not like, not human. Do you know what I mean? They have one head just like you. So it's a matter of like how much work are you putting in to what you're doing, you know? Yeah. And that's it, that's literally it. And it's yeah. a hard pill to swallow sometimes because you might feel like you're doing your best and then you realize actually I could be doing a lot more. Yeah. But yeah, just do a lot more and uh, make yeah. it happen. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and that's it, really. But I loved, like, I just loved what you said, especially, like, the support system part. Like, I love the fact that you do work with your sister and you do work with your best friend as well because having a great team is, like, the core of, like, any yeah. establishment. Do you know what I mean? Like, just having people that actually believe in what you're doing and I like that it's it's not like loads of people as well and I think that's really important to just have those core people around you that hold you up yeah literally and say and can humble you sometimes as well like if you are getting a bit too yeah yeah yeah. um yeah you need to but you know like
1: Kayla's my number one hype man yeah like
0: she hypes me (laughs) like
1: legit if I was like an MC she's my hype man
0: yeah
1: so i you need that as well yeah. you need like when you when you feel down or whatever and you're like oh my god i need to do this or whatever and she's just like come on you've got
0: this like just do it you know Yeah, exactly and that just leads on to my final question and that is how do you stay motivated because you mentioned earlier that you do have days where it's just you're just in a bad mood like if you yeah. walk in, no makeup it's like don't talk to me i'm in a yeah, bad sometimes mood sometimes i, I don't even want to come to work exactly so how do you get out of bed too when when you do have those days like some days i don't motivated. come to work though if i if i really like just like anybody
1: else sometimes i just want to have a cup of tea and watch the telly and just not be anything to do with nailed it. Yeah. i just want to do nothing yeah um but as a person i am very like ants in my pants and i always have to do something i always have to be up and out mm-hmm. um so that is is kind of in me as a person yeah Um, I get distracted easy Mm. as well, which is a bad trait. So if the salon's quite quiet um, and it's not really needed and someone calls me and goes, oh, do you want to go for a coffee? And that coffee turns into lunch and then I don't end up coming back. But that's allowed. And that's what I want people to understand. Mm. When you've put in the graft and then... Listen, I met Richard Branson once and he said to me, if your business... Relies on you being there. You will never grow, mm. right? Because you're one person. Mm-hmm. So it will only ever be Batsy. Yeah. Because I can only ever come here every day, all day. Yeah. You have to learn to trust people in order for your business to grow. That's mm. what he said. And at that time, I was so emotionally involved in my company. Mm. That I was like, "Are you mad? Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, employ some random girl to run my salon? Like, she's not gonna love this like I love it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that is um. Is something that I really had to learn. So once I kind of learned that, then the only motivation that I required was to just be like coming up with new ideas, coming up with things that, new services, um, things to bring more business in. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was more kind of like I could take my laptop and be at home. I could take my laptop and be even on vacation. Yeah, and still work, and still, yeah. And still, and still work and stuff. But I do
0: I do come to the shop a lot. Yeah, yeah. And so when you aren't feeling, like, motivated, you just think of just new things or you just rest. Yeah, either or. Yeah. Like, so, But sometimes,
1: like, I could be laying in bed and I could come up with an idea mm. and I could stay up all night because mm. i will be like creating mood boards, this, that, whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I mean? It's, yeah, very, yeah. it's very difficult to to give advice on that because each individual person is so different. But different things motivate me, you know? Yeah, yeah. So sometimes it could be even something like... Um, I drive past a, a restaurant or something that used to have one now have 15. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, join the juice, right? Yeah. Amazing. Let's talk about and the juice for yeah. five minutes. Not five minutes, but less. Um, <laughs> us it was just like one yeah right overnight they're everywhere yeah right crazy private example I thought I need to be like Joan of the Juice, mm. right so then I was like Theo we need to have a meeting we need to talk about how we're going to be Joan of the Juice. <laughs> exactly.
0: do you see what I mean things like yeah. that will motivate you
1: because you think how did Joan of do it yeah if they can do it then I can do it exactly yeah um so that's that's something yeah that like things like that motivate me mm. or I'm really good friends with Kika, good hair that you've done yeah. an interview with. Yeah. She motivates me. Yeah. She's another hype man. Yeah. Right? I'll meet her and she'll come and she's all glammed up. Her hair's sick. She's yeah. dressed well. <laughs> and I think, right, okay. i step my game up. Donna, <laughs> get a new pair of trainers. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like being around other women mm-hmm. that I inspire to be. They don't have to be richer than me or prettier than me. You know, I have a friend of mine that's a stay-at-home mum. Mm-hmm. She inspires me. Yeah, She will give me a different insight to my business mm-hmm. and different values and morals and things that I need to remember mm-hmm. as somebody that's not go, go, go work. Mm-hmm. Someone that, you know, she'll talk to me about Sophia and, you know, the importance of balancing
0: stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so things like that. That is... What you've just said, like, I know I said that was, like, my last point, but my last point is this. What (laughs) you said (laughs) is actually so important because there was, like, a phase. Like, I'm on Twitter a lot. Like, I just it's just the funniest app ever um but there was actually a phase on twitter where it used to be like oh i can't be friends with certain people they need to be on my level like if my old friends aren't on my level i can't talk to them anymore and i used to think like what a bizarre way to think because Each friend will bring you a different dynamic, mm. you know, and it's this idea of, oh, girl bosses must flock together. And when people are thinking of girl bosses, they're thinking money, lifestyle yeah, and all not. of this stuff. And actually, it's not. No. And you, like you said, your your friend who's a stay at home mom, like she's a superhero in her own way. Because Amen. being a mom, Listen. being a mom is it's like the hardest job I like give her a round of applause like that is just amazing and so for someone to be like oh because she hasn't got five businesses then we're not on the same level it's like that's ridiculous each one of my friends give me different insights yeah. like i've got friends that work in marketing in a nine to five job but she gives me you know she's a different kind of customer so she gives me that insight and of she wouldn't want to trade with stuff. You. you know yeah, that right yeah exactly. she probably looks at you and think mm, nah no, fancy it yeah long. i want to finish at five and i want to be done exactly exactly go. and she's the one that because i went into business quite quickly i went from acting school into running a business and she was the one that was telling me like the importance of how you treat your staff for example because yeah. she works for someone so she's like well these are the little incentives that we get you know when i get when i got hired they gave me a little box of like you know a welcome package and all of these kind things of things that people really appreciate that you would never think I they would do never think of that i would never ever ever think that Oh, a little welcome package or a little t-shirt. Do you know I mean? I would never think of that. Ever. But she gave me that perspective. So that idea of you must be with the same kind of woman is bizarre because how do you learn if all of you are the same, you yeah. know? So I'm really glad that you kind of raised that up because it's really, really important. Um. But I think I've literally covered everything. You've shared... Oh, no, I want to so sit everything. here for another five hours. <laughs> this is fun. I love a gossip. <laughs> <laughs> but you've just shared, like, so many gems. I know that for a fact that people... Yeah, we're taking notes because mm. everything you've said is real. I want to go home because I want to, like, plan because yeah. I feel inspired. See, like,
1: you've motivated me now.
0: Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, now we've
1: had a little chat, whatever, and I'm like, right, okay, I'm, I'm going to get to work now. Yeah, ZD, next what's time about. I speak to I'm going to have 25 shops. And I'm going to be <laughs> like, I know
0: you're still going to be like, yeah, you know, when I get to that level. And I'll be like, 25? <laughs> what level? Listen. But, yeah, it's, it's amazing, and I love the idea that you are... I love the fact that you're saying that you still strive for more and you know you do your own thing like the fact that you do your own website is honestly it's, it sounds so small but i don't build it no no no. but, but, but i mean I that you're involved it, yeah, in yeah. it it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's important because you're you're hands-on it's your baby it's your business do you know what i mean yeah. so you need to be involved in the details and sometimes people forget that they want they the lifestyle do. but they don't want the details and but... if, it, if you don't put your input in it's exactly and you have loads
1: of different people everyone has a different vision on on your take on life mm. and then it just it becomes messy
0: yeah it's messy yeah, yeah exactly but yeah i thank you thank you so much thank for you for having on. me i appreciate it so and much thank you and thank you guys for listening i hope that you learned loads of stuff and i will put her details in the description as usual so if you want to stay in touch and if you haven't been to nailed it you need to go to nailed it and yeah thank you for chilling with me today guys take care bye